weekly travel program, Jet Sitting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Are you looking for a highly professional established vehicle rental service and shuttle service where client satisfaction is a priority? Look no further. MLT Car Hire is committed to delivering quality low mileage vehicles to suit your budget. MLT Car Hire also specializes in mini and long leases for individuals and corporates as well as staff transport and airport transfers with offices at the airport and in the Helderberg area. We are proud members of Satsa, Fedhasa and Cape Town Tourism. MLT Car Hire delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to MLT Car Hire and Tours for our full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. This afternoon with Margot Tate, we're going to the beautiful town of Swellendam. Probably for me about a two-hour drive out of Cape Town, but a very special space where there seems to be a creative collection of amazing people. You know, it's like someone chose all the creatives and the innovators and they put them in the town of Swellendam. And so our first speaker, first interviewee for today is Margot Tate and quite an interesting story of how we came to Travelgram. She heads up Travelgram, which started out as Swellengram, completely understand Swellengram, but Travelgram Margot is a little bit different. So welcome to Jet Setting with Janet, Margot Tate. Very excited to be here, Janet. Wonderful to have you, Margot. So mm -hmm. it sounds to me like this started as a little column, a little communications document for lost cats and coffee mornings. Mm -hmm. and how, did it, how did it pivot to a travelgram that focuses on all things small town and tourism related? Please tell us what this journey entailed. Well, the beautiful story behind Swell and Graham is it started by this lady called Amanda Shackley. And she has got a way of connecting people and problems and finding issues for them. So in our little town, there was a need for communication and especially on the digital front. And she created a very simple email newsletter that's still running and has now blossomed and bloomed into this enormous database of people that want to be in the know, whether that be your cat being missing or what the latest scoop is. So from that... I am looking forward to hearing what the latest scoop in Swellingham oh, yes. but so we are just tell us about that in a bit. These things are PG-rated, most of them. <laughs> We're so, a radio station, very much family-oriented, so, so we'll have to edit. Yes, we'll have to edit. We'll have to edit. Um, so, no, this, what happened with Swell and Graham is it, it just exploded into this beautiful product, and there was a need for a leave-behind, a printed version that we could introduce our travelers to, people passing through town, people staying over, people mm -hmm. wanting to know more about us. And the biggest 
angle to this was we wanted to create Swellendam as a destination, not just a stop through for a quick fill up your tank with petrol, because it really is an amazing hub and um, an amazing place for, for travelers, especially for families. Now, Margot, you know that I have a love affair with Swellendam. Yes, we do. You do? Good. I'm glad you know that. That was because part of the scoops <laughs> that we've picked up on. <laughs> Each time I come there, I find something new to love. And the first thing that I fell in love with was the people who are incredibly generous, always willing to help. I'm very well aware of the adventurers in your community, people who are in film shoots, and women of action, you know, of course, who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Uh, that must be our lovely Fleer. Fleer van Eden, who's, <laughs> now, who's now stolen not just our hearts, but the heart of a very special man and recently yes. got married in, um, you know, uh, it's really so special for me. And then pe people like Kathy, her mom, who take photographs yeah. and People like Bev Missing, who has started this incredible, incredible market. And I was there in the early days of Under the Oaks. And each time I see it on social media, I'm gobsmacked by how it's grown. So I've been there for the Easter egg hunt Ooh. and uh, some other very special events. And, uh, you know, everybody from the mayor to the crafter is in the same space. And that's a special community for sure. Very, and, um, very incredible. Yeah. So the question I have is what makes Swellendam special for you? And how has Travelgram helped you to pivot to other things in other communities? I see you now provide the service across the board to small towns. And I'd love to hear how that has impacted on Swell and Gram and how it's grown to be Travel Gram. So I think I'll start off with, because um, this is going to paint the picture of actually what this magazine is all about. We are four very different individuals. And the one thing we have in common is our love of Swell and Dam, but also our love of travel and exploring our neighboring towns, not just where we live. But the four of us are so vastly different. It's the most beautiful thing you've ever heard of. So I am the mom and I'm Afrikaans. We have Graham. Graham is our web developer and he also does our publishing. Graham is half Zimbabwean and half South African. He's also a father. Then we have Amanda. She calls herself the old fogey. She's the most fun. And she's the one that started off Swellengram and then did this transformation and got us all together. And then we have the young gun, which is Scotty. And Scotty does our sales. And he's originally from Durban. And he's like decades younger than we are and much more <laughs> clever and, and very bubbly. So we represent very different characters and people and backgrounds which is the melting pot that is the Overberg and which is Swellendam. I came to this part because I wanted to raise my daughter in a healthy, clean, wonderful, outdoorsy kind of environment. And each of them have their own stories why they can. Amanda comes from Britain and she just fell in love and, and we can't get rid of her. And we won't ever be able to. I don't think you want to get rid of her. <laughs> well, some days. <laughs> no, she's absolutely lovely. I'm just joking. So the character of the magazine, this is 
actually follow through into the character of the magazine because we are taking it not from a from a travel get, visit these places kind of point of view we visit these places as a team and we're experiencing all the activities from all these different backgrounds and then we write about it and we write about it honestly and truthfully and authentically and i think that's what puts us apart from you know not just some other fabulous publications because there are people out there that do an amazing job but just we just want to say those people must please watch out well we will take that as a forewarning of wonderful <laughs> things to come Margot. not at all as a threat <laughs> if i know swell and dumb people they're just going to help to guide and advise people yeah. around them and create this tremendous energy around all things travel so what is the typical day in a travel gram life please do tell there's no such first of all there's no such thing as a typical day it usually starts off with amanda which we lovingly also call anna winter and um, <laughs> instructing us on what's going to happen that day and it could be anything from a sunset picnic at queto and they have giraffe we did that earlier this week to a fabulous lunch at some restaurant or her deciding that we are now visiting a town called Barrydale and we're exploring it from the top to the bottom and we end up interviewing people and chatting to people next to the road people that have established brands people that are in hospitality people that are absolutely not so it's a very organic process for us and i think that's kind of part of the magic of the stories that we're going to bring to to our travelers that sounds wonderful so um this is a print publication or digital margo both of course mm -hmm. both of course the young guns would not let us just do traditional print i thought so yes and, and got where do you distribute we are at all major international airports so we get our international guys as they step off their flights and looking for a place to go and then all of the tourist hotspots so tourist information stations all our beautiful little delis along the way to the Uverberg that sounds phenomenal i had no idea that your publication was an international um was an international one and i'm even more amazed that the small town of swellendam has the ability to reach so many different shores and that's just an indication of the power that is swellendam there's a special kind of special kind of something in the air that makes everything grow so incredibly well from your mtb bike trails which is now yeah. become internationally known and respected to the um the cycling which was a precursor a qualifying round for the olympics to international celebrities internationals who have interfaced with people like Charlize Theron and Angelina Jolie and acted as the stunt double that is our Fleur van Eeren yes. it's just quite incredible that uh, you know there's world quality expertise and talent in this town of Swellendam and I'm looking forward to sharing with our listeners the stories of everything from berries to goodness knows markets as we continue with our other interviews margo mm -hmm. is there anything you would like to share with us before we say goodbye to you and move on to the other wonderful people in your lovely town 
Yes, I wanted to say from my side, celebrating Swellendam, I think obviously there's been um, a thing, especially after COVID, people sat themselves down and decided what's important to them and, and you know, what's, what, what's life really about. And out here, we really do do the slow living, the free range kind of attitude um, and celebrating each other and celebrating our environment. And as you said, there's a lot of secrets out here. You know, there's the tourist route and then there's the non-tourist routes. And I think what we decided is we cannot be precious about our non-tourist routes anymore. This needs to be shared with the wider audience. So I 100% agree because these hidden gems yeah. are exactly what the tourists are looking for right now. Exactly. The profile of the tourist has changed incredibly. People want to know communities better. They just don't just want to stand in front of a building and go click, click and do the selfie thing. They yeah. want to learn about people in communities. So your publication is so apt and the hidden gems that you refer to is certainly that's something that's on the radar of most travelers who are now exploring locally. Yes, and I do believe if our hearts are in the right place, you know, if, if the authenticity is there um, and the focus is exactly where it needs to be, I, th I do believe we're going to do big things. You are already doing big things, Margot. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Jet Setting with Janet. Um, I'm looking forward to following this publication and keeping up to date on everything from Lost Cats to coffee dates and <laughs> market days in Swellendam. Thank you so much. Phenomenal. Thank you, Janet. You're welcome. Margot Tate of Travelgram chatting to us on Magic 8 to 8 on the Jet Setting with Janet show. We have a great lineup of speakers from the wonderful town of Swellendam. And next up is an interesting woman. How often do we wake up, pour our muesli into the bowl? And then look for some fresh berries and say, oh, I should have been to the shops. And uh, then wonder what could be more convenient. So we're chatting this afternoon to Natalie Turk. She is the owner of Vildebram. And those in the know about all things very, very nice will know that you cannot do better than the Vildebram berries from Swellendam. Hello and welcome, Natalie. Thank you, Janet. It's awesome being here with you this morning. It's a big pleasure. Now, I'm a, a berrylicious kind of girl, so I'm already sold. And I know that berries are a superfood and even more super when they become um, uh, beautiful, you know, liqueurs, much more appreciated if they're not raw and they're in liqueurs and all kinds of other byproducts of the berries. But take us a few steps back, Natalie. Wildebram, where does that come from? Janet, Wildebram was a dream of ours. Um, initially, we worked in professional um, companies. We were in corporate environments, but our hearts were always in the Platteland, as they would call it. And having worked in Johannesburg for a few years, we realized this was not what we would see our future looking like. We wanted, just as Margot mentioned, wanted to come back to good, wholesome country living. And we had to find out what we could do, what entrepreneurial business we could start that would enable us to make a, a living 
and yet still enable us to live in this beautiful environment. So about 22 years ago, we left the corporate environment of Johannesburg and took a risk, which has definitely paid off. And we can- I would call it a leap of faith, naturally. <laughs> well, I don't know if we were just too naive <laughs> to know how stupid we were being. <laughs> Firstly, all both parents on both sides said to us, what on earth are you doing? They've just spent a fortune putting us through university to study economics and engineering. And now we want to go and make hooch in the country. <laughs> you, know, par- you can always rely on parents to tell you what you're doing wrong, hey? I mean, I remember my mom wanted me to be a physiotherapist. I still don't know why, but let me just say that I am the resident masseuse in the family and we're a large family. So you can imagine what sore hands I have when there's a family function because everybody lines up. They say I have healing hands. I've still got to understand what that is, but I totally get parents freaking out completely when uh, you decide to do something completely out of but absolutely. Kind of what their expectations are. But, you know, business is not just about the creativity. It's actually, it actually requires a business mind as well, which is where we've managed to put all our learning skills and what we have um, achieved over the years into good practice. So It sounds like you've managed to harvest the best of the creativity and apply the business expertise to create quite an incredible product. Absolutely. But what started as just a liqueur business, we started manufacturing the Youngbury liqueur. Now, very interesting, the Youngbury is unique to Swellendam. It's one of our buried treasures we talk about of Swellendam, because the Youngbury is in fact a cross between a raspberry and a blackberry, and they're part of the rose family. So we have a very unique product, which we then developed into a stunning liqueur, as well as various jams and syrups for ice cream. And that is how it initially got started with us selling our products at little markets to gain exposure, because obviously with little capital behind us, we had to find a way to make the public aware of our products. And it's blossomed over the years from selling at markets into selling into large retail outlets at the moment and put Swellendam as the map on the map as the place that has the berry liqueur. That's just amazing, Natalie. I um, also heard that you were recently at Sarkta. How did that work for you? Sarkta was fabulous. Sarkta is a trade show where you go and exhibit your products. It's not open to the public, but it's open to trade who are doing their shopping for their different um, outlets. And it's from the smaller delis and butcheries to your farm stores, right up to your large Woolworths, pick and pay macro buyers. And it was fabulous just to be back in the of things, you know, after COVID and all the isolation, it was really fantastic to get to see our customers again. And obviously, with a lot of people going out of business during COVID, you're looking for new markets, new business partners. And it was really encouraging to see how many people have started new businesses and gone into new ventures. And it's definitely a path of recovery in the, in the near future. Very good. I love listening to these stories of how people have pivoted and uh, recreated their brands and found new income streams. It really is, you know, somebody is going to do a collection of uh, COVID-19 recovery stories. And um, I do believe that there was great value gleaned from the lessons. I mean, Jet Setting with Janet itself is a COVID baby. Um, that was born out of running a 24-7 operation and suddenly having quiet time 
to be able to think and creatively conceptualize. And I know of so many people who've created new during the pandemic in order to access new markets, find new income streams, repackage their product, find new, find new access in terms of, you know, and create new systems in terms of how they do business. Mm. Um, do you find that when, <coughs> when you go to events such as this, Natalie, that you're finding that people have survival stories that they're sharing very openly about, hey, we did this and this is a good idea. Do you think that the market has changed? Absolutely. The COVID has changed the whole way people think about doing business. Um, you often find yourself in a rut and you don't look at new opportunities, but when you're forced to do so, you certainly come up with some entrepreneurial ideas. Um, our own business was a case in point. Um, previously, we know we only sold berries in bulk wholesale to um, manufacturers of jam and um, cool drinks, juices, etc. And we found during COVID, and obviously with our range of relishes and chutneys and jams, we sold into farm stalls and butcheries, all those places that closed down during the COVID period. And suddenly we found ourselves without a market. And yet, you know, the, the wages need to be paid, your electricity bills need to be paid. And we also had to reinvent ourselves. So where in the past, I used to keep a lot of frozen berries to manufacture jams, and these obviously weren't selling now in your outlets or largely mm -hmm. reduced because of consumers being price conscious. We decided we well, we decided I had to come up with a plan, and that plan involved repackaging those bulk berries into one kilo bags and starting a service where we did door-to-door -door delivery of frozen berries to the public. And we weren't equipped. How phenomenal is that? And how convenient. Because, you know, we have to go looking for these things. It's time and effort. And, and what a pleasure to have things. I mean, lots of businesses have gone online, but the con convenience of having frozen berries in your freezer, which is what I was saying as I introduced you, is, uh, you know, if you wanted to do a, um, a recipe with berries, it's sitting there in your freezer. If you wanted to flambe things for a dessert, uh, and a great way to have quick access to healthy products. Uh, and you've made that possible for a lot of people around oh. you. And there's been a knock-on effect. We've actually now, um, there are people who are now distributing berries for us in Cape Town. So there's been a lot of job creation. Again, people that are maybe in the insurance industry, that have, their jobs have failed, and then started distributing berries. So there's actually been a lot of new um, ventures established. And it's exciting just to know that you can actually do something different at a late stage in your life if necessary and still be successful. A lot of people have actually followed their dreams now as opposed to what they normally do or should do. They have now been released, if I can put it that way, and then able to reinvent themselves. Well, it's great that you've been able to support uh, people as they pivot in their own careers. I know working in the hospitality sector that that you know even general managers of hotels have become artisanal bakers and financial advisors they had to recreate themselves in new careers because two and a half years is an extremely long time mm -hmm. and how wonderful that you could give back by creating opportunity for a distribution channel outside of swellendam 
Absolutely. And, you, and Janet, you know, the other thing that's become out of this whole situation is that, as Margot was mentioning, the focus of people on getting back to the simpler and more meaningful things in life. And, you know, at the end of the day, it boils down to relationships and your family. And what better place to go and do and explore with your family than a beautiful town like Swellendam, where you can come berry picking in November, December. We have beautiful canola fields in flower at the moment. People can come drive out and take photographs. And it's just so much to do. Swellendam is unique in its diversity. This is what makes us such a special little place. We have got so much to offer in the seven surrounding towns that really you can come out for a weekend and experience the whole of South Africa within a 20 minute drive of Swellendam. And it's all family orientated, fun, wholesome, clean, beautiful things to do, exciting things to do. It's wonderful. I think it's a, it's a country in a town and there's, uh, you know, people might think Swellendam is a one street town. It's not. It's surrounded by beautiful little towns. There are hidden gems around every corner. And, uh, you know, when it comes to produce and product, it certainly is a front runner in terms of quality and innovation. And I think you are, you're an excellent example of that expertise and being able to renew a community through the linkages that you've made, renew product through the innovation that you've created with creating the liqueurs and creating a distribution channel so that we can access your product better, Natalie. That is just a phenomenal resource to have. Thank you, Janet. I also love sharing our buried treasures with everyone out there. And this is an open invitation for everyone to please come and visit Swellendam whether it's now in the winter or whether it's in the summer for berry picking, whether it's under the Oaks Market on a Saturday, please come and stop over in Swellendam, not just for an overnight stop, but come and spend a few days and explore the environment. 100% agree. And that under the Oaks Market is becoming one of those places where you can pick up really special product, really creative pieces of clothing, plants. My goodness, each time I look on social media, there's a new supplier who is now part of the market and that buzz, you know, it's it looks like something out of a movie. It's so magical. And it definitely translated from social media to real life for me when I was actually there. And I said, you know, this is as special as it is in the in the pictures I see on social. So it's mm-hmm. a it's a very special place and a great way to get community product and the focus, as we know, in tourism and in the economy is on buying local, producing local and creating microeconomies within towns like yours to support the people who live there. Hmm. And Swanandam is really, really well um, positioned to make good use of the new trend in the marketing and the tourism industry, whereby the tourists want to experience things firsthand, the experiential marketing Whereas Margaret was saying they want the honest, the authentic, they want to meet the locals, they want to know the story behind the story. So whether you are cycling around the pot on our gravel dirt roads or whether you are taking a beautiful walk in the Marloff Nature Reserve or perhaps a horse ride at sunset or perhaps even canoeing down the Breda River. Or for those of us that are more lazy, we prefer just the local wine routes and the liqueur tastings. But you can experience everything firsthand. And it's it's family-friendly, pet-friendly. It's something that needs to be done on the bucket lists. And the best part, because now we're all salivating listening to you talking about berries, is that Natalie has a wonderful 
um, beautifully packaged Wildebrom hamper to one of our lucky listeners who log onto the Jet Setting with Janet Facebook page and enter the competition in order to win um, this beautiful selection of jams and pickles and liqueurs straight from the heart of Swillendam Wildebrom um, estate. And besides that, Margot has uh, quite a lineup. Margot, I'm not sure if you're still with us. I but am. please tell us, there's some amazing prizes that you've also put together for us. We have basically everything else that's not Natalie's giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> so we are giving away a weekend for two at Umshanti, which is based on the banks of the mighty Buffaljachs Dam, the view is phenomenal. I really cannot underline that enough. It really is phenomenal, and it's in the honeymoon chapel, so it's nice and romantic. Um, then we also have some wine from Olivedale, our local wine producer. Very beautiful story there about Carl and our barefoot winemaker. Um, Fantastic. Phenomenal. Yes, then we've got a food voucher from a new deli in town which is called the Food Laundry. Don't you just love that name? That's love it. Yes. Um, and what else was there? I can't even remember. Well, there's lots. I can tell our listeners that there's lots and you need to go onto the, yes. onto the portal to check it all out for everything immersively and beautifully swell and dumb. We're moving oh, yeah. now to a chat with Edwan Swanepoel. Natalie, always a pleasure to talk to you. It's been great. And thank you for taking us on this journey around yeah. Swellendam in all pleasure. its convolutions and its beautiful service offerings. Thank you so much. Pleasure being with you. And we hope to see people in Swellendam soon. Absolutely. So Edwin Swanepoel is joining us this afternoon as well from the beautiful town of Swellendam. And it's nice to have a rose amongst all of us thorns here who are waxing lyrical about Swellendam. So let's hear a man's perspective, Edwin, about all things Swellendam. Hello. Hello, Edwin. Welcome to Jet Setting with Janet. Thank you very much. Thanks for the invite. So, you're most welcome. So Edwin, we would love to hear from you about all of those adventure sports that Swellendam has become very, very quickly famous for, the mountain biking trails, the athletics, and, you know, just those wide open spaces. Over to you, Edwin. Can't help you there. Sorry. Janet, Edwin has actually formed the Music Society, so he's actually more geared towards the people that are not so active, but more cultural. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just wanted to see the look on Edwan's face. He was completely <laughs> out of his comfort zone, Edwan. I could just hear your eyes <laughs> there. I know you from the Music Society. <laughs> I am very happy to have you on the show. I'm just kidding you because I'm I'm playing with the fact that you bring some testosterone to this very you know, very organic conversation that we're having. So welcome again, Edwin. <laughs> and we're all excited to hear about everything musical that's happening in Swell and Dam. Yeah, okay, so uh, last year in June, we, we formed a classical music society um, because there's nothing like that in town. We've got a couple of other people organizing um, light music events. So from time to time we see um, 
those people in town, but uh, mm -hmm. the classical music scene was completely dead. So uh, we, we started the, the society uh, and set as a goal, uh, first of all, to have six concerts a year, every two months a concert, and to involve the community as far as possible, um, to be as inclusive as possible, and so far so good. So we've had our six concerts during the first year. We had, we've just had our first AGM and concert and we are about to have the first big concert of the new year, of our second year. Um, we started the first concert with a local pianist who is now uh, not well anymore, but she was still okay last year. She, she opened the first concert for us, uh, Sylvia Schulman. And she's Wonderful. Uh, 97 years old. That is a phenomenal coup, honestly. I couldn't... Yeah believe it when I heard the story about this pianist who was 97 years old and still practicing her craft. Yeah. And uh, what we do now is every time we have a concert, we involve a, a, a learner from the local, from, from a local school. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've had a couple of kids playing a piano, uh, recorder, things like that. Um, and it's, uh, I think it's good exposure for them to play with professional uh, musicians. Absolutely. Uh, we were fortunate so far to get a uh, couple of uh, sponsorships in the form of uh, well-known artists giving free concerts here. Uh, it started with uh, Professor Jerry Silver from the UCT College of Music uh, and we've just, the, the last concert was with um, Charlotte Potrieter from the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to have big names. Uh, they are draw cards. They are good. They set a certain standard. And if we can get their services for free, then, of course, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah, it's difficult when you start off because you have no money. So uh, we're slowly growing. And membership is growing. We've got about 80 members now in uh, in and around town, some from uh, surrounding towns and some as far uh, away as Cape Town. Um, so we we see quite a lot of interest in, in the concerts. And we, uh, so, Edwin, I just want to ask, you know, running an organization like this during a COVID economy with all of the channel challenges that we find ourselves presented with, must be quite a thing. How do you manage to sustain your operation and right. continue to innovate and you know provide this service to learners in in very difficult circumstances? Yeah, yeah it was it was very tough initially. Uh, also, because you know the, the artists were not performing, so they they were very hesitant. On, on the one hand, and on the other hand, they were very eager to to get um, things going again. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, we we struggled um, with with COVID regulations and things, but I think everybody did. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, you had to cut down to fifty percent capacity and that kind of thing. Uh, but we passed that now. We're okay. And going forward, I think it will grow and, and get better. 
I'm very hopeful for that. And, you know, people are re-appreciating being out and being able to connect face-to-face. And, you know, I'm certainly, I've certainly been missing the theatre big time. And just, you know, the they say that a world without music is a silent one. And that's so completely true because music has the ability to lift you and, and really transport you and, and de-stress you. So um, it's a great gift that you're sharing and a great initiative in the town of Swellendam. Can you tell me a little bit about um, the initiative itself? Is it interfacing with community structures? Where are the learners coming from? And are you connecting with big, you know, established um, music initiatives like in the, in the city of Cape Town, etc.? So we uh, we uh, get our artists from uh, around the country, but mainly from the Western Cape. Um, we've got uh, contact with a couple of universities, so we work with their students uh, and their professors. Um, locally, we uh, we work with all the schools. Um, and we work with some of the churches because there's quite a lot going on in terms of church music. Uh, so you work with what you've got, uh, combine things. So uh, on the 24th of September, we have a big concert coming up in the uh, in the Dutch Reformed Church, the big white church in Swellendam. It's uh, a Stellenbosch Youth Orchestra that uh, will be here and they will be joined by uh, a local choir from um, Railton, uh, our, uh, one of our suburbs here, uh, township. And um, we will also have a learner from one of the primary schools playing piano. So it's that kind of combination of things. It sounds wonderful. It sounds like there's a lot of outreach happening at one. And, you know, it's certainly um, admirable that there's a space in a town for music and that it's being encouraged and certainly well supported by the local community and that there are linkages which are going to strengthen that initiative from bigger players who are in the music space. Yeah. So we've had uh, quite a robust chat with Margot, with Natalie and with Edwan. And I'm just going to open it up to the three of you now to see if there's any last gems you would like to share with our listeners about the town of Swellendam. If you'd like to go first, Edwan, since we started with you last, that would be wonderful. And then we'll go to Natalie and Margot. I think uh, what makes Swellendam quite special at this point in time is... Uh, that uh, it's not a bland little uh, Western Cape Dorpy. Uh, I think there's a lot of spice, there's a lot of salt and pepper that we add to things. Um, so there's quite a variety of things going on. So you, you know, if you talk about music, you can get everything from very light music to serious classical music here. Uh, I think there's a lot of outdoor events that's uh, of interest to many people uh, across the province. Um, there's, there are book launches, there are art exhibitions, there are um, interesting speakers from time to time. So, uh, yeah, this town is dynamic and it's, it's action-packed. Natalie. I think that we certainly have to agree with Edwan there. 
Um, over to you, um, Natalie. Are you with us still? Yes, I think, you know, to me, Swanandam, if I really take it down to the core essence, is about the people, about the relationships. Come to Swanandam and experience fantastic country hospitality. And take the time, take the time to take the road less traveled, take the time to meet the people, to learn about the stories behind the people. And I really just want to invite people to reconnect with themselves in this beautiful, beautiful environment that we have. I always say Svalendam must be one of the most beautiful towns in South Africa with the stunning Langeberg Mountains. And, you know, the Langeberg or Swellendam's Hermitage Valley is the only place in the world where you can tell the time from the mountain peaks. We have an 11 o'clock, a 12 o'clock and a one o'clock peak. So we'd really like to focus on the theme of take time in Swellendam. Wonderful. I love it. And, you know, the, these words coming from an ex-Johannesburg person, I can hear that you've completely transformed from the con concrete jungle to now watching mountains and being able to tell the time from the peaks. It, it really is a complete 360, Natalie. It's phenomenal. Yes, definitely. time, <laughs> we're going to join. Uh, we're going to be um, heading now to Margot, who's going to close the Swell and Dam show for us with some uh, insights from a travel grammar. Yes, so one thing that I forgot to mention with the prizes, you have to excuse me, I'm a sleep-deprived mother most days, um, that we are including some of our artisan products, which is also Rebel Gin. Now, Janet, I don't know if you've seen this bottle design. No, I um, haven't. Please tell us about it. It is the cutest thing you've ever seen. It is this little historic creature, man, his name is... Charlie Stein, and um, they based it on a historical man that lived in town, and it was a complete rebel back in the days, you know, with the Republic and all that. Mm -hmm. And they merged him in the bottle. And then this was so usually successful, and um, the rebel then got a bride, and he is this beautiful little blonde. Um, that's now also submerged in her own bottle and she's blushing pink. So that's also part of the prize that we're giving away. Oh, wow. That I sounds know. so special, Margot. I know. You see, the Travelgram team, the one thing that we also have in common is that we love to have a glass of wine or gin or any kind of beverage together and, you know, really celebrate what's local. And these gin guys, they actually do it the traditional method as well. So apart from them, we also have craft beer, guys. I'm just, you know, I can go on for about, for another whole show about... I'd love to stay and chat with you some more, Margot. Stay and chat with me some more. But I, I, then have, I will then take a drive to come and visit with you because it mm. sounds like all of these things require care. And if you were a Magic 8 to 8 listener wanted to do a proper care, then oh, definitely Swell and Dam is the place to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute, absolute pleasure chatting to all of you in one of my favorite small towns in this country, Swellendam. All things beautiful, creative, a wonderful medley and coming together of creative energies in the town of Swellendam. We wish you a wonderful weekend ahead and those listeners looking for somewhere to jet set to this weekend, 
should certainly look up Swellendam and head in that direction, a mere two plus hours away from Cape Town, beautiful scenic drive to get there, and even more treasures and hidden gems waiting to greet you when you arrive. Thank you, everyone. All things Swellendam. This weekly travel program, Jet Sitting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook.